0: Against the couple, some ball in
1: towards Shushayeta. Back off the post. Monbois! For MacArthur. A quite remarkable story. Well, hello and welcome to Bull Banter, the only podcast focusing on the MacArthur Bulls, the A-League and all things football. I'm here with Daniel Sims after a long and unexpected break. Daniel, it's been a long time, hello, but hey. how have you been? Yeah,
0: going good. Um, been longer than we probably thought, but we are back. It's actually half time right now of the uh, Mariners game and we're winning again. So Yeah, we don't mind it. Um, what have you view made of the first half? Yeah, um, you know, the last few games haven't been the best to watch, um, but we're playing some decent football out there. We're creating a lot of chances and some, uh, you know, we're creating shots, which is the main thing, and good
1: shots. Yeah, and tell you what, there was especially one good shot there, Tommy Orr, absolute bomb. Um, Wouldn't have looked out of place on a Champions League night.
0: Yeah, Uh, (laughs) Zidane-esque, I heard... uh, (laughs) That Chatton, say, yeah, Tommy O'R's name is getting, uh, you know, chanted at the Mariners' home ground. I could hear it.
1: Yeah, looping, you know, controlled volley. Just picturesque and, uh, you know, real shame we couldn't be there tonight. Would have loved to have gone up for it, but you know how it is with the midweek fixtures. Yes. But um, we do have to do a big synopsis because we haven't really sh- chatted to you guys since, wow, uh, before Boxing Day. I think it's been eight weeks. I think it's been eight weeks. We've had a little holiday.
0: But, you know... It, New South Wales had a bit of a holiday as well. Yeah. Everyone stuck inside for at least seven days. So,
1: yeah. And the boys had a little bit of a holiday and they've come back from their break probably not in the best of shape. Um, we should probably talk about the Sydney fixture where we lost at home 3-0. Yeah, if, uh, you,
0: if you can remember Boxing Day <laughs> last year. Um,
1: it wasn't great viewing. I mean, there was a decent-sized crowd in for Cameltown yeah. Stadium, but, um, you know, mostly the uh, Sydney FC supporters had you know something to cheer about and we just had to go home and feel bad for ourselves and then most of us caught COVID. Yeah very
0: disappointing um a game you don't want to remember and a game I couldn't remember because <laughs> I was hitting up the bar a lot. Um,
1: <laughs> Mostly though it was just we were getting skinned um on the sidelines from the pace of the young Sydney FC attackers and they kind of just had a way with us. Um, Upper it was his first match, and um, he came on. He was all right, but you know, it's just one of those things. You, they were just playing very well. We couldn't match them,
0: and uh, you know, pace showed in the end. Yeah, yeah like everything we tried just wasn't n- coming off. Wasn't coming off, and um, we saw a bit of a theme of that happening across the last few games, actually, where there's those lapses, and we just sort of fall out of the game completely. Uh, yeah, and I think that's down to.
1: Like, you know, not saying that we're not a side that can, you know, really grit our teeth and get back into a game. There's a bunch of fighters out there. But I think it really just sucks the air out of Campbelltown Stadium when we go down in the first half early. We saw it happen against Sydney. We saw it happen against uh, Western United. And we saw it happen against Wellington. All three times. Slightly different results. But, um, yeah, we don't do good when we go behind as, you know, any team would also not do good.
0: Yeah, well, that being said, there's been a couple of good comebacks this season. Um, I can't remember the other one, but it happened against... Yeah, Newcastle, and then it's happened against Western United. We Mm -hmm. pulled it back quite late there. It's just a matter of, like, we don't want to be in that position where we're rallying back late in a game to try and scrap a point. Yeah, because if
1: you look at our expected goals, we're looking at shipping, you know... Between two and three goals each match, um, we've really batted above our average in terms of the defensive stability we seemed to have in the first five games of the season. Um, but it's sort of caught up with us in the last few games. I don't know if that's down to systems or just like the particular man matchups that we've had. But you can tell, especially after the big uh, month off that the boys had, they come back looking a little bit you know, lacking fitness, a bit tired. Tired touches as the game's gone on. They're sort of sucking in the big ones, yeah. and Ante's had to try and rotate them to get the minutes into their legs. And um, when they're playing against sides, particularly in Wellington at the weekend, who weren't as disrupted, um, I
0: think it really told. Yeah, because like having a month off, like they did, especially like they just get to match fitness because we we're what like four or five games into the season at that point. Yeah, and they start to really hum. COVID goes through the site as well like I'm pretty sure every single one of them yeah. got it so it, that's definitely had an effect on the players
1: um, Yeah, you don't know where they're at you don't know how it's affected them if it's still affecting them um, a lot of it you know it's, it's beyond what we can really see is going on um, but you know if you turned up on Saturday to watch us play against Wellington um, you know you wouldn't be out of the ordinary to say that it was a shit performance. Yeah,
0: um, it was not worth the price of admission. Like, you should pay me to go watch that. It was just nothing happening. Everything we tried just didn't work. And probably the first time we've really seen the home crowd sort of turn against the side. Um, Yeah, there was a few ironic cheers going around. Um, we'll Moody, get Moody, own players and Moody
1: hit the reverse assist Oh uh,
0: yeah,
1: and uh, you know we got it, it didn't really start well I mean we got a bit of a dodgy penalty awarded against us and then when the same thing happened to us in the second half we didn't get it so you know that bad luck but combined with the boys just getting really tired kind of losing a bit of the mental fortitude needed um, you know there was a bit of kick and hope and uh, it looked a bit Sunday league to be honest. Yeah it just
0: everything just looked disjointed like Trying to play long ball against a Wellington side that's going to sit on the eighteen yard box, I don't get. But the plan is there, mm-hmm. um, and so we play we play catch. the high
1: line at, at the back, and you know we don't have the pace. We for we, it we don't have the pace to recover. The so for it. having a field day with us. At any time Wellington want, they can launch that attack, and you know we've seen this sort of across the season as well. Um, we've had real struggles getting the ball. In possession from the defensive line through to an actual attack, it's always been we pinch it up the top with the likes of Lockie or a midfielder, and uh, we put the pressure on from there. Or um, it's a kick, and you know they they might head it out or something like that. It's never been an actual, very rarely been an actual flow from the defensive line passing through the midfield and then into an attack. That
0: doesn't happen often enough. Yeah, because something we saw against Wellington, like uh, usually we just have the one striker, and then like the two left and right forwards that kind of like turn inside and to receive the ball and drop in mm-hmm. but we had two strikers up top in Giannu and Lockie Rose and at points in the game it was just the back five and then A front another, six. another like front six or like front five. or four and then six or just no midfield yeah and like Having Charles as that sole CDM and De Silva and De Villa, you want them high up the pitch, Mm -hmm. like you want them to expend all their energy in the final third, and like having that one CDM against two or three low midfielders, like he was outnumbered, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, absolutely overrun, and you know, getting the little kick,
1: uh, you could see him struggling in the first half. There, he wasn't quite right, so he got replaced by Much, and Much didn't have much to offer. You know, you he, he could tell by the 90th minute he was absolutely sucking him in.
0: Yeah, like, he was... I think it was a solid replacement. Like, he did good progressing the ball for us, actually, which I thought was surprising. We saw him, like, actually dribbling with it and, you know, skipping past the defender and trying to open it up and invite players, create those number advantages. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, he can't keep going like that all game because he's more relaxed like yeah but it was just incredibly
1: disappointing I mean like you know everything that could have gone right for us went against us and everything that went wrong um you know was sort of felt you felt hard done by but the guys just really couldn't put much of it together so it was a bit bit difficult um and if you're a MacArthur fan you know you wouldn't be uh wanting to go back pretty much after that and that, that's a disappointment. Yeah. I mean, you've got to have that perspective. And I'm sure once the boys start to put some results together, they'll be all right. But, um, yeah, it's a morale sapping time to be a MacArthur fan. Having said that, what are some um, bright sparks that we can sort of see? What can we pull out of it to have some hope for the future? Because, you know, we haven't really been in a lull like this yet as a club.
0: Yeah. Um, These COVID times, like, they're strange times like the crowd numbers are just embarrassingly low that's like across the league and i think across all sports i think you'll see
1: other sports really struggle with it but um what's something you can pull out like you know something that's a bit
0: better um that gives a bit of hope you know um i think getting some of the younger boys in there and sort of Letting them find their feet a bit more because, like, Holman came on against Wellington and, um, you know, he offered that bright spot for us, yeah. Like, we and he showed it against uh, was against Wanderers he scored, like, yeah, he's, he's got the quality and he's, he's still on limited minutes. Like, I get it, you have other quality players, but when people aren't like going to give 110% for the side, you got to prioritize those who are yeah and we know that you'll get that
1: from Jay coleman every time um but you know some bright sparks that i sort of noticed you know Lockie rose belting it into the top right hand corner just ignited the squad um last tuesday night against western united before that we were playing like busted asses um and it felt like we were just gonna slowly roll into a 2-0 defeat but um yeah, he really sparked us back to life And then we went on to draw it We could have even gone on to win it If uh, certain things had gone our way But um, that just shows, you know There is fight in this side The, You know, Lockie especially Is someone who just runs full-hearted Never gives up um, And is always there for the team Sometimes a bit of a loose cannon but Yeah, but we like that you got to have that bit of mongrel uh, And we also got to see Ulysses Vere's first goal at home um, Good goal as well Decent goal the build-up going down the left to the Silva. I think that's our main sort of vein of where we're scoring most our goals. De Silva sort of dropping off, picking it up on the left, doing his player,
0: and then providing the assist. He's been playing really well for us. Like, yeah, he's I think by far been our one of our most consistent performers. Like, reliable. We can always turn to when you know we're in a bit of a, a dark spot in the game. Yeah, Just and makes some magic happen. It's yeah.
1: interesting because like when we signed him we know that we went and got De Villa and we're thinking he's our main playmaker to um, Silva we thought, sort of thought how would he fit into the side with De Villa um, and he could have very easily come to MacArthur and just sort of coasted by and you know not lived up to the potential that he's so long been hyped to have but he's really showing his stuff this season I mean scored has got a brilliant goal against Newcastle as we've talked about provided assists I'm pretty sure he's right up there on the assist leader um, you know leaderboard and uh, I'm sure he's going to continue to, you know, grow as the season goes on. He's going to be a real leader for this team. Yeah. Um, anything else we want to cover? Oh, in this, uh real quick on? before the second half starts, I'm glad that we've gone to a back four. I yeah. think Moody and Noon at right wing back and left wing back needs to stop. Yeah. They just don't have the legs for it. Like Moody, strong player in the air, doesn't have a dribble. Well, they're not left and right wing backs, they're wingers. You know, again, they're attacking players. You can't rely on that defensively. And we know when we are pushing forward, Noon's not doing a 90-metre sprint to track back. Moody, you know, he'll try his best, but he's not getting there either. Um, We need to sort something else out. So I think Jake McGee at right back is good. James Meredith left back is good. Um, Obviously, we can't play that all the time, but... It gives us a bit more stability. gives us that extra player in midfield where we can actually start to maybe bypass other teams' midfields. And um, I think if we stay like that, we could uh, actually put something together. Oh, We've just seen it. (laughs) (laughs) Quite a strike. Mariners have just hit the crossbar. We've got to wrap this up. All right. We'll uh, see you on the other side. We're 2-1 up at the moment. Hopefully, we can go on to win this one. And uh, yeah, go you
0: Bulls. And uh, I think... Next this weekend, next oh, Sunday, we play some. Yeah. We play someone. I Sunday, think. Perth Glory. So, is it Perth or is it Adelaide? Have a quick look. I just looked and it's Perth. It's Perth. So, <laughs> uh, maybe Daniel Sturridge will finally play against us. Yeah, you know. Anyway, take care. Go, you Bulls.